Greetings, fellow Slingers, and welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. After a two-week hiatus, we finally got the group back around the table for another episode of our Carrion Crown run-through. But first, don't forget to head on over to iTunes or Google Play or whatever platform you're listening to and leave us that five-star review. It really, really helps out the show. And now, enjoy episode eight of the Carrion Crown, the Town Hall Summons. the manual of the order palpatine i hear we'll, we'll address that later on okay so, palpatine um, not palpatine oh uh, palatine 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 like my bloody palatine oh my blood that was a good little 3d movie all right who's ready to play let's do it i just need to remember what i was doing i'm ready to play all right i got my pencil we're good Nick, you look fancy with the collared shirt. Thank you. He wears one all the time, right? Not all the time. Oh. Oh. It's whenever yeah. I feel like it. Just, when it feels so like, much you notice. It feels like being <laughs> a boss. We ready? I'm wear tux next time. Eric, how you doing over there? <laughs> I think I'm ready. Yes. Okay. I confirm for myself, I am ready. Greetings, fellow slingers, and welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Episode five of the Carrion Crown, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Episode eight. And I would yeah, like to yeah. raise our drinks and <laughs> toast to our newest Hard Slinger, Eric of Bremington, Washington, who has joined our Patreon. This episode of the Carrion Crown is dedicated to you. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Does so he spell with a C or a K? It's a C. Uh, uh, touch your own bottles over there. So, if anyone dies tonight, send your warmest regards to Eric. You should be receiving your gold balloon and pick in the mail shortly. Glad to have you on board. The Doctor. Oh, yeah. He was hungover. Dude, that's a good transition, Eric to Eric. Uh-huh. It's a different kind of Eric. <laughs> the Doctor. You groggily wake up. Got this smegma in the corner of your mouth. Your mask is slightly askew as you see the morning light peeking through one of the lenses. As you slowly come to, you notice there are books strewn all about the room, on the floor, against the credenza, even atop of you, and you realize that you are in the professor's study of the Lormore's residence. And you can hear some kind of scratching on the other side of the door. Uh, uh, what happened? So I must have done a little bit too much research here. What is that infernal scratching I hear? It's my, I, uh, the doctor makes his way toward the door, opens it up. As you open the door, you see a female on her hands and knees scrubbing the floorboards. You see a frothy crimson liquid foaming about. And you see her putting a sponge in a bucket bringing it back out and scrubbing the floor even more. And you can see right next to where she's scrubbing, there appears to be a body. She seems very... (laughs) Exasperated? She seems very exas... 
Perbated. Perbated. She seems. She seems very perturbed. She seems very pissed. Okay. She's angry. So I open the door and look at this. Just my head, just swimming. I see the blood, the dead body. Anyways, I see this sight. Uh, I can't handle this right now. And I close the door and want to look around at all the open books. Okay. To see if I can pretty much the hangover piece this together, I guess. I just watched as sweat dripped out of his beard onto his shirt. <laughs> it's hot, man. It's fucking hot. Dude, he's just deep in the role play right now. <laughs> Take that mask you, off. You got to get to he's his playing, level. He's playing in the mask. Um, so tell me what you want to look at. Okay. Um, Pure light hangover. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> only that, <laughs> would it be perce- liquid restoration? <laughs> would it be a perception or history check to try and remember what happened last night? How about a history check? Uh, <laughs> how many hours ago? Six. So, uh, with a twenty, uh, the doctor tries to piece together what happened. And sees all these books and realized uh, maybe too deep in my research here and a little too much in the bottle. He picks up the nearest book to see you. As as you start to scan through the book, combing through the pages, the book does nothing to replenish your memory about the events that happened the previous evening, but you just start to slowly piece it together you remember returning back to the Lower Moor residence and watching Kendra and Ermin engaged in combat with this headless corpse out in the hallway. You remember you watched him fall. Pretty much. He got sniped. Then you watched Kendra take a beating by her old man. Stay away from those bald-headed monks. Those headless monks. <laughs> Yes, and the only thing that, that rings in my mind right now is Petros. Yes. I'm to remember who is Petros. I'm pretty sure he's a bad guy. As the fog starts to clear out of your mind, you remember that Petros was the reason you're in Ravengrove for his funeral. That's right. Came back to life as a headless corpse. Killed a... Uh, the monk over, over there, over there. You hear this soft <laughs> sobbing coming from the hallway. You hear this this scratching on the floor stop, and you just hear this sobbing. <laughs> too much, too much. At this point, the doctor's <laughs> gathered his wits and goes back out into the hallway, and is greeted by what I assume is Kendra. Yes. Can I make you some breakfast? <laughs> no, no, you're you're, you're I, doing plenty fine on your own. Um, I, I believe this is addressed for you. And she pulls a note that's been pinned to the lapel of the second time deceased professor <laughs> and hands it up to you. It says simply, <laughs> "We've gone out, bury the professor, Talos." <laughs> 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 
Kendra, did your father have a wheelbarrow by any chance? I uh, possibly he he was a, a a man of study. He didn't work with his hands. I, the others took the carriage out back and mentioned something about going to the temple of Farazma, and then on to the wrestlings. But I, I don't know when they said they would be back. Is the carriage still out back? They haven't returned yet. Oh, I, I did mean to. Mentioned something. Sheriff Kayla came by earlier this morning. He brought news that two more letters have appeared on the Hearthstone Memorial. The letters S and O. I, I don't know what this, what this pertains to. I wish Oust was here. Uh, unfortunately, it's just you and me. Uh... Oh. <laughs> kind of Damn it, Kendra. That, loosens <laughs> that upper button. At the neckline. Oh, not that way. Oh, oh, oh! You go the other way, Doctor. Uh, not necessarily. It just depends what I'm in the mood for. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there's no carriage here, is there? Uh, I mean, judging by this note here, as I show it to her, um, it seems like I'm supposed to. Take your father to the wrestling, and I don't feel like dragging him through town. There were two horses in the stable. I'm sure that uh, that the boys only took one and hitched it to the to the carriage. The other one may still be in the stable out back. Okay, so I will make my way to the stable with Kendra, and then. Um, Ooh. So this whole thing got started. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, along the way, um, Kendra, uh, now are these, what kind of horses are these? They're just old, broken mares. <laughs> they're not, they're not going to win any race. They look like they were just purchased to do one thing, and that's pull a carriage, and that's it. And die. And die. <laughs> <laughs> My father got them on sale. <laughs> From the silk purse. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh, Kendra, do you want to join us in the wrestlings to bury your father? Or are you perfectly comfortable here uh, having scratched your name out and claimed the residence for your own? Uh, I will remain behind, but thank you for your concern. Be good to my father. She closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm going to take both of the horses. There's only one left. Oh, there's only one The left. other one... Per her inference, the boys had hitched the other one up to the carriage when they oh, took okay. it. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it was two plus one. Yeah, the third one's actually a bottle of glue just sitting on the shelf <laughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> Lead horse. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> it has, like, the date it died. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, Junior. Yeah. My bad. I like that one. That was good. You're good. Where's this doubloon? <laughs> Why not? Yeah! Not hell of a joke. There you go. Let's oh, get yeah. these things out and play. I, I, I fought for that because I knew Junior might die. That's right. <laughs> I know. So you I'm prone for it. You throw Lormor over the, the back of this thing? Uh, I do. And um, just if you want me to roll for it, but I'm assuming it's just a no. flea bitten nag. 
I'm just going to walk the horse to the wrestlings carrying the body. So you're going to go straight to the wrestlings? Yes. Okay. Wait, is the body just like wrapped up in like that rug and just tied off and thrown on the back of the horse's back? Oh, no. He's probably got that thing like draped over him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is the headless zombie corpse over the uh, hind quarters. But it's her father. Have some respect. We already buried him once. She doesn't have any. Why should I? Oh, then you should know that his plot's available. I told him he should have taken more leeches. It might have helped him dodge the boulder. Talos oust in Irwin. Under the guise of burying Ermin, you were given permission to return to the wrestlings by the Temple of Phrasma. Using Lorimar's journal, you were able to locate the false crypt that he had mentioned previously a structure that he had proclaimed was a location of a hidden cache that would be most useful when you eventually went into Harrowstone. Mm-hmm. It was in that dank crypt that the three of you were beset upon by two giant centipedes. After their disposal and subsequent, subsequent opening of the sarcophagus, you find the remaining items the professor had mentioned, a list of which I had already provided to you, Talos. Mm-hmm. However, of all the items, the one that seems the oddest is the thin dark wood case which has been decorated with an image of a scarab with a single eye glaring from its back. That same design that was on the manual of the Order of the Palatine Eye that you had taken possession of during uh, the reading of Lorimore's will. Mm-hmm. It's like a member's card? It's possible, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably. <clears throat> What's the password? <laughs> so as you're standing in this dark, dank crypt you start collecting all these items. You see arrows, scrolls. You see different vials, different colored vials. And you see that thin, dark wood case. As you opened it up, mm-hmm. you discovered inside that there was a spirit board, a brass planchette. You see four vials out of ten slots, meaning that six of them have already been removed. Mm-hmm. And inside you see like this cloudy red mist swirling about within it. This is what they look like. And this, Ooh, is, this is what the spirit board looks like as well. Oh, shit. Is it a Ouija board? And yeah, it's the, a Ouija board. And these are what the Fuck arrows yeah. look Ouija like. Board. And you remember what the book looks like also. Yeah. Oh, shit, so many cards. Can I look at the back? Or is this There's spoilers? nothing on the back. Okay. Which is kind of strange. You'd think they would have put something on the back. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Paizo. So you see these four vials. There's this almost like living mist inside of it. That seems awful precarious. Uh, Alice, have you seen any of these before? Or Erwin? Either of you? Can I... Uh, would that be history or arcana? For, arcana. For arcana. Nine. I got a ten. Ten? I got twenty-four. Yeah. Oh, I asked everyone what ask? I was. I, no, I was quizzing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fools. Neither Irwin nor Oust are familiar with this. Talos, because you are much older than the other two, and because of your previous studies with the professor, you know that what is contained within this vial is called a haunt siphon. I take it he tells us. As soon as they start writing this shit down. <laughs> you know that this has the capability to capture a haunt's energy within it. Do, based on it already having a cloudy substance in it, do I think it's holding something right now, or is it? Is this what it looks like when it's prepared to 
that, pull something. You know that that's what it looks like when it's prepared. Okay. What does strike you as odd is where have the other six gone? Hmm. And why are these vials in conjunction with this spirit board as well? Are these like pods like how like Ghostbusters use like to capture? No? My no. Different <laughs> thing? No, Never mind. No. Doesn't you know, have, like, it doesn't have a foot release, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a wah-wah pedal? These, uh, these canisters are... Uh, I didn't realize it at first, but they seem to be haunt siphons. And they're not that big. They're probably like an eight-ounce beer, like little... Oh, okay. Uh, they're... Corona, Coronita. <laughs> Coronita. Coronita. These are go. unused. They're ready to accept uh, a soul or, or life force of a spirit. I wonder if they're using the spirit board to, to summon something and capturing whatever was on the other end. I'm not sure, but... I, I think there's only one way to find out. I do have an idea of what we can do with the spirit oh, no, board. no, no, I also don't like the spirit board. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we recently learned of four letters, and I'm sure F- if we could find... You. <laughs> I'm sure we could find something if we use them. How does the spirit board... I'm not too familiar with the spirit board. Do you know how it operates? Uh, well... We call you, upon someone? Uh, you know, in high school, you get a bunch of your friends, you get wasted, and then um, you don't do that in high school. No, I never touched that stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, no. Uh, I'm going to tell you a true story. Get some ditch weed and just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> this is a true story about a Ouija board my buddy and I got. Oh, yeah? We started playing around with this stupid thing and it was moving doing this that and everything well one night I, I was by myself and I got drunk and I started fucking with this thing I was like in my early 20s and my TV turned on and the volume maxed out <laughs> I turned it off it did it again it kept doing it I unplugged the TV I actually gave the TV away and threw the Ouija board away I never <laughs> never messed with that again well, I, that's that's, pro- you threw the Ouija board I away don't you're supposed to sign off on it I've actually seen a scary you're supposed movie. to destroy it <laughs> Well, it's out there now. Where is he going to get enough holy water to destroy it, dude? Some poor soul has that Ouija. <laughs> Good. Yeah. They could they could get that. I don't need it anymore. And that's how the, the Annabelle doll <laughs> <laughs> that's was right. created. So you want to... I want to... You guys want to do this now? Yes. All right. I want to see Might this. as well try. So I'm going to... Okay, before you begin doing that, I want the three of you to make a history check. Oh, boy. I'll use a different dice. Fuck. Nat 20. Nat 20? Help. Thank okay. you. I got it like 12. Nine. 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 As you two <laughs> elves start getting all cross-legged and sitting down, get ready to put your fingers on the little brass planchette. I should say before I get cross-legged, I'm going to get on wild shade. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on wild shade from the wolf, too. Okay. Yeah, that one's much better rather than watching the dog lick his balls. <laughs> As so. you two sit down, get ready to play with this thing, Erwin says, wait a minute. What about my brother outside in the carriage? You think he wants to play as well? <laughs> I, I can only give you one of those tonight for a quick witted <laughs> remark. <laughs> I think we can use Ermin. Use his body, use his soul. Use it? How? I was actually meaning, don't you want to bury his ass? It's out there in the hot sun, rotten. But that's a good idea. Uh, dude, yeah, go I, got with a, that. I got another different thing. I thought he wanted to call 
Erwin or Erwin to talk to. Well, let's let's see what happens. Yeah, let's yeah. See okay. Everyone just stare at Nick. All right, and then just <laughs> side thing too. Um, as the doctor is leaving the house, is Ermin's body still on the ground? No, it's we gone. have it. No, we have. They it. have Ermin's body. Yeah, we okay. Drag his ass. Make a perception check, doctor. The doctor. You don't have to put the all the time. Uh, that Helper. is 23. Now, you're on your way towards the wrestlings, right? Yes. As you're moving along on old Naggy here, you notice that there are four men standing off the side of the road under the shade of a large oak tree. They have slick back hair, two days growth of beard, leather pants, tan shirts, and these guys have just this steel look in their eyes and they're just watching you as you make your way up the road. I don't like the brown shirts. Never mind, no one else. I was going to go with the, back, the brown pants, but uh, I didn't know where <laughs> well, you wanted to go. You were leather pants. <laughs> you left it open. I didn't know where you wanted to go. No, the brown shirts. It's what the Nazis wore. Unless they were part of the higher whatever. Unless they were part of the death squad. Anyways, <laughs> anyway, we'll cut that out. <laughs> it just seems like it's a nanny. I don't know. It's just not good people looking at no, me. No, no. Irwin. Yes. <laughs> Bring it home, man. What are you going to do? So do you guys want to try to talk to Irwin? Do you want to try to see if his soul can get captured by this vial? I don't think we want to capture his soul. <laughs> I mean, I thought... Perhaps, you know, you came here all this way to see Ermin. Maybe you'd like to talk to him for a little bit. Um, but, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. At least say your goodbyes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, you just, maybe you just write in goodbye Ermin and then we call it a day and then we move on to the next thing that next time we want to talk to. Pour one out for the homies. <laughs> Gone. Yeah, let's open up one of these vials. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we all sit down and... We try to commit with communicate with uh, commit. <laughs> commit. <laughs> okay, to avoid the confusion of the spirit world, one of you must convey with Erwin. I think it's Erwin. Erwin, he's traveled this far. He might as well travel to the uh, spirit world. Okay. Okay. As you put your hands on the brass plushent, make a will save. Will save. Wisdom, I think. I'm sorry. Make a wisdom save. (laughs) This is one of those things that we have to... Uh, Six. Six. Your mind becomes clouded, and you immediately become confused. Oh, Oh, God. Because we're just sitting here, it would normally be for one round, but that's... That's your... Your mind is just... Oh God, I'm so confused. I'm so, I, I don't know what's going on. Everything's so much going on in my head right now. Dallas, do you think he communicated? No, not at all. <laughs> I think get <laughs> that. Herman's uh, much smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> get, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the Luigi board away. Uh, the 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 spirit. I'm gonna take the spirit board away and take the planchette as well. Uh, and it's not big. It's probably like eight. eight it's a small. Yeah, I've, I forget. I think I described how big the box was, but it had to fit in there. So it's 
it's relatively small. The Plachette's relatively smaller than them, obviously. Erwin, so. I mean, sorry, Erwin, I, I think we just have to accept that perhaps Ermin doesn't want to be on the podcast on, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were down in the crypt. It's all nice and cool. You got Ermin's body down there with you. And uh, Erwin is just dazed at this point. What are you going to do? I think we need to try to speak to him again. Uh, I, I think we're done with Erwin. <laughs> Erwin, it, it didn't seem to, to work. I think we need to read the uh, owner's manual on how to operate the uh, spirit <laughs> board. You, I flipped um, the board over. <laughs> oh, that's the instructions. Yeah, yeah. Like, May- there, there, there it is. Maybe we should um, properly bury him and maybe we could communicate with him later. Um, that might be. That a makes a whole idea. lot of sense. Yeah. Did I do something? Oh. Yeah, make a, make a history check. History check. All of you. Okay. Let's see if we remember him. <laughs> Nineteen on the die. Okay. Nine. Eight. As you mentioned that you want to bury him and save him for later, like bone. No, I didn't mean, like, save him for oh, later. Like, communicate it, like, try the spirit board later. We're going to cremate him, though. Like, once he's put to rest. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah. Cremate. You remember that you wanted to cremate him. And I'll give you a gold bloom for that, too. <laughs> Welcome back to the United States, Goosh. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Dude, we're fucking living it up in America with all these you guys gonna gold, need those. gold balloons. Okay. So, so we're going to burn him inside, outside? Um, From the inside, outside? Erwin, where would you believe it be respectful to... Yeah, is, this, is the ceremony commonly done outside, inside, you know? Well, I think if we burn the body inside of here, we might suffocate. So <laughs> that is probably true. want to do that outside. This is a very practical ceremony, and I, I very much appreciate yeah, okay. this. Got to use logic. <laughs> so, yeah, let's let's uh, burn the body outside. Okay. So, so describe for me what you do. We'll build a platform for him and... Yeah, how, how, do, you, how do you build the pyre? You're going to use uh, the carriage that Kendra lent you? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. She's got another one in her name. <laughs> well, we typically like to do a Viking funeral, but unfortunately there's no water, no boat, so we're going to build... <laughs> oh, we do have a river down the way. We do, oh, shit, we do, we have, do a, have a river. We do have a river. <laughs> and it goes right through town. Could you imagine that fucking thing going <laughs> in the middle of What's town? My eyes got huge. There's no water. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, the River Thames pretty much flowed <laughs> through the middle of town. <laughs> How far away is the actual river from? <laughs> We're not doing the fight. It depends. Where man. you guys at? I'll we'll check my yeah, map. It's yeah. probably about a quarter of a mile from where you guys oh, are. Right. I don't think these bridges are built for you to put a boat, a burning boat underneath them. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty low to the water line. <laughs> where are you guys at, though? The Restlands. Restlands. So, like, up here. Right. Oh, you're in the Restlands. Yeah, we're, okay. like... Uh, we're like right at the corner. Are you in like a crypt or something? Or? No, exactly where, where I'm pointing. Okay. Which is a uh, like a false crypt, actually, right there. We're in the same spot where we uh, begin, begun the uh, put the ball cap exactly where we are. Yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> oh, set that one square. Okay. Mm. Oh, it's only upside down, though. All right, do we have time to make like a makeshift raft or something? So we can float the body down this river? <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not floating the body down the river? Well, there's, there's no lows. You're not going to be able to build a All raft, right. though. All right, then instead, um, we are going to try to kind of build, I don't know, maybe like a, I don't know how to describe it, kind of like a... Bonfire? Pyre? A bonfire, like a pyre. Something to rival the winter festival. Like a, like exactly. A, like a conical one or like a pyramid shape or something? Or More like pyramid, pyramid, yeah. 
I said, think okay. of like winter festival, just so I imagine yeah. burn, you guys start burn. taking odd slats out of the carriage, putting them in a semi cohesive nest mm-hmm. of kindling. You lay Ehrman's body on top. You bring some of those giant centipedes up, squeeze the fat out of them, kind of <laughs> tuck it around deep inside. Why don't you go ahead and make a survival check? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. This thing sparks up and it just starts lighting. Just on its own. Well, he lit it. I'm oh, I, see, I, see. I was like, "Shit!" I could produce flame. <laughs> I, yeah, there, there are a bunch of ways we could do definitely it. Definitely would have made things easier for him, but I wanted to watch him do it. Like his, <laughs> not his Home partner on fire. On fire. <laughs> yeah. So the, you see this these black puffs of smoke start licking the sky above, and as it. Ermans saying his final goodbye to this mortal coil. You guys notice a young boy jogging up into the wrestlings. There's a dog beside him, just. <laughs> and you notice that this is young Pervin Elkard. God fucking damn it, Pervin. <laughs> he says, Mr. Talos? Yep, yep, Pervin. Mr. Talos? Yep. Wood, wood, wood Roven? Wood, yep. Wood Waven? Waven? Mm-hmm. Roven? Mm-hmm. Yep. The council has, has asked me to ask that you attend them in the town hall tonight at six o'clock, all of, all of you, and also Sir Talos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jorfa at the forge sent me and said that you can pick up your item after six o'clock as well. All right, that, great. Uh, why don't you run along and tell uh, Jorpa thanks? And, yes, uh, of course. I, I produce another coin and give it to him, and I... As he's admiring it, off. you notice the dog's ears prick up when the dog starts looking around, darting his head darting from side to side. <laughs> and the dog starts to freak out a little, and he's like, come on, old river, let's go. And he starts tugging the dog. What's the, wrong with your dog, boy? It's not my dog. Is there just a town dog? He follows me. Do you think he smelt that I turned into a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Dogs have that reaction. Yeah, yeah, I did too. As, a, as he starts pulling the dog back out of the wrestlings and you watching him go by, go, mm-hmm. you know, start to exit, you notice there is a figure leading a horse with something strapped to its back into the wrestlings itself. Hmm. I ready my shield. Hmm. Who's that? Doctor, you notice <laughs> that deeper into the wrestlings, there seems to be this large plume of black smoke rising against this pale blue sky. It smells like a barbecue. Do you think anyone in town has noticed? <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, just <laughs> so you well, know. as far as I can tell, I made it far enough. No one in town, other than the brown shirts, noticed me coming to the wrestlings and no one asked me. Yeah. It's close to a little after, about a quarter after five right now. Oh, supper time. Yeah. Everyone's inside, busy. Yeah. We actually have to leave soon. <laughs> uh, but as the uh, the doctor plus approaches the wrestlings and sees this big uh, black plume of smoke, um, does the doctor see anything else or just that black plume and it's like, is it all hazed out? No, the, the plume is rising higher than the ground line. And as you're looking on, you notice that there are three figures standing in front of it. 
and they appear to be looking in your direction. And as you're looking at them, you notice a, a young, about 12, 13-year-old boy run past you with a dog and said, I got a coin, sir, I got a coin. <laughs> and he just keeps jamming down the road back into the town. Promise ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of a way to do that, but... <laughs> Give me your lunch money, boy. at that. Okay, so the doctor is going to make his way um, toward the uh, burning, what doctor can probably tell is a pyre, because we're in the middle of a graveyard. So he's looking through the smoke and the clouds. He sees three figures and says, oh, I got another one for you to throw on there if you got enough fire going. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the there's, doctor? There's still more centipede. <laughs> there's still more centipede. So we throw yeah. the professor's body. Toss him the on there, Doc. <laughs> Right. Good. Well, apparently, thanks for greeting me, but okay. What's up, Doc? Oh, hey, it's all my buddies. Hey, okay. I, I called you Doc. <laughs> you finally well, I, woke I up from your you coma. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, we'll just burn this wretched thing. It's <laughs> 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 wretched thing. It's a zombie. It's not like it's and holy. He did kill a party member. So yeah, just he this, did. this wretched thing. I, he I was like a headless thing that nearly took down the party. He took down one guy. Yeah. It was no longer hey, one guy. That was twenty five percent of the party. That was twenty. Yeah, yeah dude, it's a good be, percentage. Yeah, another person, you'd be fifty percent of the way. Seventy five percent. Seventy five percent is the survival rate. Dude, I'm like way past. That. <laughs> and by all means, I mean we can all agree that the professor is not the professor anymore. So I mean, yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair. I have no attachment to the professor whatsoever. Yeah, well... He just showed up to the funeral. This is a zombie professor, so... <laughs> Don't forget, I'm a contractor. Oh, the guy died, he's not paying me? Ah, oh, fuck him. <laughs> In the fire you go. Okay. Is spooky shit gonna happen? No, I just had to roll something. Oh, okay. <laughs> As your funeral pyre goes unmolested... Eventually dies out. Nothing but ashes remain. Right now, it's probably... Yes, go ahead. I would like to make my way over to um, the professor's original um, Hmm. grave. Did he have a grave or a crypt? He had a grave. He had a grave. I would like to make my way to the professor's grave. His grave was right there. And you guys are right there. I'm going to do something while he's So it's probably about... uh, 500 meters away. Damn, I do have it on my map. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use the spirit board to put in the letters. Fuck, I have my notes. One sec. V-E-S-O? Yep, yeah. V-E-S-O. Okay, as you put your hands upon the spirit board, you start to channel. Describe for me what mm-hmm. you're doing as you're channeling this. Um, let's see. Uh, Talos is like, uh, he's going to, Put two hands on the uh, brass planchette or planchette, whatever. I'm gonna, we're gonna say, say planchette. Okay, and then I'm he's so going fresh. to <laughs> the pointy thing. The pointy thing, the triangle with the hole in it. <laughs> oh, and then I like that. Uh, <laughs> and then he's gonna go over the letters uh, V E S O in that order. Okay. Um. So, going to guide it. He's gonna be focused on it solely. Uh, and then once he gets to O, he's going to try and let 
the board guide him as much as possible. He's he's gonna try and like Let relinquish uh, a control. Okay, make a wisdom save. Nope. <laughs> the brass planchette starts to twirl in place right over the O. Should I use this doubloon? What do you want to do? I'm going to use this fucking doubloon. Oh, All right. This seems like it's important. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Eight plus three is 11. Oh, he's actually showing, oh, he's showing it to it. him. He's showing it. I'm going to cross my fingers, man. 11. Is 11. it 11? Yep, it's 11. <laughs> thank, oh, God I use, yes. thank God I use this fucking doubloon. <laughs> Another doubloon. No, okay. <laughs> I'll take that doubloon as I roll this. Ah, percentile dice. Percentile dice. I don't know what this means. 740 is how I read it. <laughs> <laughs> so as you go over V E S O, you feel a static shock go through your hands. The plushette begins to spin in place and then move to the letter R. And you hear a, a voice. It's a soft voice, but it's, it's incoherent. It's just more high-pitched than anything else. And then it kind of dies down, and that's it. All right. Damn. All right, well, I got another letter. You bought a letter? Yeah. <laughs> you only buy vowels. It only costs one gold balloon. <laughs> it only costs a doubloon. Should you keep trying now that you know another letter? Um, I think I should, but I don't know if it's the kind of thing you want to do right away. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. We've got we've got to go to the town hall meeting in not too long from now. What letter? At did this you get? point, the sun has already set. Okay. Uh, it's the letter R. Letter R. Okay. Yeah. Now, you know that there's a town hall meeting mm-hmm. at 6. And yeah. Talos, you know you need to be somewhere at 6. Shit, which one is it? Is it the guy? Uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Is it the Rolling Scroll? The kid just told you. Oh, okay. No, okay, so it's still a town meeting. I thought you meant I had a different... I was, like, double booked. No, well, you are. You got to be at the town hall meeting, and then Jorfa oh. the Forge... Oh, yeah, yeah, she said, like, yeah, she said after six I could pick it up. Okay. No, at six. Oh, at six? Okay. Was it, like, a window of some kind? Yeah. Yeah, Anytime after six (laughs) to nine, you know. No, it has to be at six or I smelt it for you. Six to nine, dude. (laughs) Anyways. All right. I think we got to go to the town hall, though. I want to pick it up, but. Are you up to speed on the town hall, doctor? No, I don't think he is. Oh, I, I, I mean, I've to. been there before, but I did my, make my way over to um, Petros's grave. Okay, so you've left the other guys, but you never heard Pervin tell them what they had to do at six. Mm-hmm. No, no, he okay. just no. They they crossed each other while uh, he was approaching us. I have mm-hmm. a coin. Good for you, Doctor. What are we doing at, at Petros's graveside? Uh, just an investigation check. Okay. Appears to be a grave. Is it dug up? It is totally dug up. Mm. You you can definitely tell. What did you roll something? Oh. I mean, describe it. I oh. rolled crap. Okay. As you as you come upon the grave, you notice that it just looks as though a large mole had dug it dug its way out of the ground. Just <sighs> there's dirt everywhere, scattered for at least ten feet in every direction. Almost as though some unstoppable force had pushed this 
earth out. Okay, so um, should we assume I was doing that while he was doing all the Ouija stuff? That's a good assumption. Yeah. We'll yeah. yeah. So then I come back and uh, I was looking at the professor's grave. Won't believe what I saw. What, what happened? What did you see? It's completely dug up. It looks like something came up from the earth and pushed it all out. Roll a belief. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I, I don't believe it. So he told you. Um, Were there any shovels nearby? or? <laughs> I didn't see anything. I, had to, I just decided to come back. Now, Erwin, you've been in yes. town for less than 24 hours. Yeah. You went to join your partner, found out he's dead. Now you just cremated him after fighting these giant centipedes. Now you're back with your group. The whole group's back together. What, what are your thoughts at this point? I mean, because... It just seems like you're moving from one thing to another, to another, to another. You're not really, there is no downtime. There's no. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to process process this on the go, but everything's just kind of like perplexing to me. So like, I turn to the doctor, it's like, so the body just came out of its grave? It appears so. The, the The whole grave was dug up. And then he attacked uh, the rest of the party and your partner. Now he's burning on the funeral pyre. Look over. Yeah, he's burning, so hopefully that's hopefully that's settled, but we'll see. Hmm. Gentlemen, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but we should be going to uh, the town hall. No, what are we doing in the town hall? Um, to be honest, I don't know, but uh, our uh, attendance was requested. By whom? I don't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> Well, well, luckily, every local businessman with you. That's why you get <laughs> fucked. That's right. <laughs> Number one in uh, town. Said, luckily, yeah. luckily you <laughs> we have on our side. I'm a local businessman. Can politic a little bit. Oh, that's probably exactly what we need right now. Erwin, is there anything that you would like to do with Erman's ashes or... Spit on them. <laughs> snort those fuckers. Uh, I thought you were doing like a snot rocket no, or something. It's like snort them. <laughs> well, usually we send the body down uh, a body of water, so I'm not really sure what to do with the remains. So uh, We do, uh, I know you're new in town, but we do have a river if you wish to carry them forward. Uh, at this point, it is probably pretty mixed up with the professor's ashes. What is the street value of Ermin? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. Was he still wearing the medallion? I have the medallion. Oh, you have the medallion. Well, that was his I made sure work. to take it off his body. Yeah. I'll give him, um, out of my pouch, I'll give him like an empty vial that he could collect some ashes that he thinks it's As Ermin. he does that, I, I put my hand out and say, like what Talos said, the ashes are mixed. Hmm. I'm going to take the ashes anyway. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Petros 3.0. Let <laughs> me <laughs> write this down. <laughs> the river rises up. <clears throat> oh, no. Put him back. Put him back. <laughs> so you scoop up, fill up the file with the ashes. Looks like making those. Uh, when you go to San Diego and you make the different bath salts and stuff, you <laughs> different colored. All right, you start. You start making what's that? It was like I said, the, all right, you weirdo. Or it's like the big candy sticks where you can put all the different uh, flavors. Yeah. So as you make your way back down the wrestlings, you then start heading. Uh, Are those sa- creepy guys still there? Southeast. 
The, well, you, you haven't gone past that area yet. Oh, okay. No, the guys were by the house. Oh, they were? Okay. As you go southeast, you see the bridge that spans this river. Describe to me what you wish to do. Uh, at this point, I see it's like a good opportunity to finally say goodbye to my brother. So I'm going to take the vial and uh, open up the the cork on top, and I'm going to dump out the ashes. Okay. And I'm going to say my final goodbyes. Irwin, I'm so sorry. That was too late. You're Irwin. Irwin. <laughs> 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 we were so close that our names are exactly the same. Just the W upside down. <laughs> That's what I like on that. Do you, do you wear the Sharpie eagle necklace over. upside down? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wasn't able to save you. But I will live on and take your place. And assume your identity. Exactly. <laughs> I officially changed my name to Erwin. Uh, Ermin, the long gone. Oh my god. <laughs> and I will wear this eagle medallion in your honor. May you rest in peace. Goodbye. That deserves a gold blood. That's right. Yeah. Sound like you were tugging one out, but that's cool. Erwin, <laughs> Erwin. Oh You're all over me. Brother, brother. You've was, surfed this beach. <laughs> I, I was just, oh, yeah, big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> Roll to dump it out, and it covers the rest of the party. <laughs> so as you guys make your way back across the, the bridge, it's, it's dark at this point. You start moving past the northern dwellings. You notice there are lights on in the Temple of Phrasma and further into town. But you don't see those four individuals that you originally saw when you were on your way to the wrestlings. Hmm. That should be a good sign. Not necessarily. We don't know what they're up to. I preferred it when they were just sitting around doing nothing. At least they're not here anymore. Yeah. They must have just gave up and went home. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's probably yeah. fine. That's what I think. It's very convenient. Yeah. That's good. The DM will never bring this up again, so let's stop talking just about just it. Just throw those stats <laughs> in the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> so you realize it's probably close to about 5.50 at night. You got just enough time to make it to Town Hall. And for you, Talos, you got just enough time to make it to one of two places. All right. I'm going to let you guys go to Town Hall. I'm going to go see Jorpa. The Smith's not far. It's not far. I'll, I'll meet you later. I'll probably be a couple minutes late. I'm sure. I'm sure the uh, the governing body will understand. Okay. So when you get to the hub of town, you each go your different directions. Erwin, Erwin. God yes. rest his soul. Did I say Erwin? Before we split, yeah. The invitation you have to come to town hall. It was only verbal. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Erwin? Yes. The doctor and Oust make their way towards the town hall. Talos, you break off and head towards the east towards Raven Grove's forge. You see that it is uh, dark within the building. The only thing you can see is the glowing embers of the constantly lit forge. The door's open. All towards right. the back. I'll <clears throat> step in. Jorfa, how's my favorite smith? 
So the let me explain the door. The door leads in mm-hmm. to the Smith area proper, mm-hmm. and then there's the forge in the middle, and there's all of her tools along the back wall. And there's a door that leads into her residence right off the side of the forge. Okay, is she not in the forge? She's not in the forge area. All right, I still say it, and I feel very foolish. Okay, as you come in, say it again. <laughs> Jorfa, how's my favorite spit? And I look around, and it's completely empty. Um, do I see a light on in the residence? No, because it's a solid door. But as you okay. say that, you see these shadows emerge from the corners of the forge, and you hear... Well, let's just talk about your favorite smith. And let's talk about the stone you stole from the silk purse. I haven't stolen anything. And we'll hold on to that. As the three of you make your way towards the town hall, the door is closed and you hear a lot of a lot of arguing, a lot of uh, really excited conversations coming from within. Ah, we must be celebrating something. You, you see through the windows that there's <laughs> there's bodies standing in the back of the room. There's there's people in the pews within. You can see that there's an assembly of some type up on the stage, but because the glass is kind of fogged, you can't see what's going on inside. Uh, must be one of those late night town hall after events. Town hall <laughs> meetings are the worst. I've dealt with them many a time. Um... My advice to you, just deny everything and uh, agree to nothing. <laughs> doctor's like advice. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. Good great, advice, great doctors. Advice. <laughs> All right, should we go inside? The doctor will open the doors and lead the way into the town hall. The doors fly open. You see that the town hall is filled to half capacity. You recognize many faces. You see Sheriff Kaler. You see Zokar and his son Pervin. You see Luthko and Martha Avanaki from the general store. You see Jominda from the apothecary. You see Loriman and Kess, who own the silk purse. You see a few acolytes and a few other town members. And you see up on the stage, you see four council members. From left to right, you see Vashi and Hearthmount. You see a councilwoman to his left. And to that woman's left, you see a, a councilman. And then at the farthest end, away from Vashian, you see Mirtha Straylock. And they're arguing back and forth. And the, Vashian, as he's, as he's explaining his stuff, he looks and he sees the three of you enter. And he says, there they are. If it's true that this bewitching of Raven Grow has increased exponentially since their arrival, then have them fix it. And the other council members kind of sigh in despair, and, and he begins to plead, You three, where's your friend? Things have gotten worse since you've been here. Uh, the doctor wants to look around to see if he sees Jominda. Jominda? Jominda is in there. Oh, you're talking from, about the, from the uh, apocalypse? Yeah. Jominda no, the... Jorfa? Jorfa. Jorfa the Dwarfa? Jorfa is not there. So as I look around, the doctor sees that. Uh, you can't blame us. For we this. don't blame you. We only think that you are some kind of a causality. You, you must understand that since you have arrived, things have gotten worse. We deny this allegation 
Who are you? You look just like a bald-headed clone. I'm his long-lost brother, Erwin. Brother. Yes, of course you are. Or, or, or whatever. Min, Shin. You don't understand. You would never understand. I only understand that this town is my responsibility. Oh, and you hear Mirtha on the other end say, It is all of our responsibilities, Vashian. And as she looks from him to the crowd and then to you three, Doctor, you notice she looks at you and she kind of nods towards you. Well, we must do something about this. We can't let this go unaddressed. Tell us what you need. If you, if you need access to the town hall records, we can make that available to you. We can do whatever it takes, but we need to, contr- we need to gain control of Ravengrow once again. These, these haunts are getting out of control. Our children are scared. Our women are scared. If you want our help, in a public forum is not the best place to discuss this. And you hear some murmuring through the crowd, through the, those gathered. No, oh, this is the best place. It's the best place. It's the best place. Oh, we bring it out in the open. Bring it out in the open. Bring it out in the open. Yeah, that's what I heard. Bring it out <laughs> in the open. And I, as you, well, you don't know what this town's into. As, Actually, he does. As things start building to a crescendo, the windows on either side of the building burst in, and it appears like these fireballs. These two large glowing fireballs have burst in to the town hall and slowly rise up and you see that they are just these disembodied skulls on fire. Oh, Jesus. Back at the forge. Hmm. <laughs> Where's Jorfa? I wouldn't worry too much about Jorfa. How about you tell us what happened to I'm, the stone? I'm not answering any questions until mine are. Well, then, you might want to tell me a little more about where you were last night. That stone's not revolving around your head, right? No. Okay. Uh, Talos put it away because he doesn't want this guy, anyone to see it in town. Well, where were you last night? I stand by what I said. I need to know where Jorpa is. Well, you must understand that Lorman and Kess pay us good coin to get answers and protect their property. They not, must not pay very good coin for you to hire me to take something off their hands. We shall see about that as we roll for initiative. Just him. I know. You're just, I just wanted to you're roll. You're just rolling. I just wanted to, I just I wanted to, to get the bad one out of the way. <laughs> I just wanted to roll. I need to roll. <laughs> Damn it, how have we learned to roll safety play. and numbers? What do you got, Talos? Eight. Oh, fuck, you barely beat me. I beat you? You beat me. I got a five. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking hell, man. I don't want to fight this guy. Cue uh, Duel of the Fates. <laughs> well, it's not just one guy. You Still see, Duel of the Fates. You see two more come out of the shadows. Are they all inside? Are there, there's no one They're, coming in from uh, outside the building or... Let me kind of draw Ooh. this out real quick. Gone past theater of the mind. Let's clear this thing I need, out. I need actual fucking grid marks. Ah, oh, there it is. Oh, wait, no, that's, that's, a, no, that's, that's the town, town hall. hall. That's town hall. Perfect. Three against one. This should be fair. Be a bad idea. <laughs> okay, Talos. So you've entered from this open area right here. That's the doorway that leads to the residence proper. 
Yeah. You see that there are these three killers starting to come out from behind the shadows. What are you going to do? Is uh, producing the, uh, the uh, what is it called? The Ion Stone, like a free action or a bonus action or anything like that? It's just a free action. It's a free action? Yeah, I just command it. And it All right. Whoosh. I'm going to command the Ion Stone up. Uh, and then I'm going to as you As you do that, they uh-huh. say, we knew you were a liar, elf. Well, you won't know for long. And then I, uh, and then I step out of the building as far as I can go, so 30 feet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then... Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I took that fucking guy with me. Uh, and then... Um, it's on you like stick on shit. Uh, and then I pull out uh, a stick of butter. I say, I hate casting this spell. I put it in my mouth, start chewing it, uh, cover my hands, and then I spit the spell grease onto the doorway. Okay. So there's a... Uh, uh, what ten by ten square of grease at the at the doorway? Yes. Yep. Okay. That's my turn. Alrighty. Uh, actually, I'll send out Otto to go find Oust. Okay. So the owl bails. Yep. What did we determine was the ability to jump over certain things? Acrobatics. It's like, it's like an acrobatics check. Acrobatics check. Oh, on that. Or oh, athletics. Athletics. Well, depends. I mean, you could break it down to, are you vaulting over it or just doing like a hood slide across the car? You're going to jump over this thing. Okay, so the first guy goes to jump over it. He doesn't jump over it until he lands on the front side of it. Okay. <laughs> like, you're worried about spilling beer, right? Yeah, man. Why got to bring up the past? Why got to bring up old stuff? So, it's considered difficult terrain at that point, right? Yep. He's also prone, probably, unless he... He probably has to make a deck save. Make a deck save. Bust his ass. Okay, so he stands upright. So he still makes it next to you. And he pulls out a rapier. And he goes to jab you with it. <laughs> 14? Uh, 14... That just is. <laughs> oh, I... Uh, five points of damage. Okay. Uh, my arcane ward will take those five points of damage. Okay. The other two move up towards the grease. <laughs> and as they begin to move forward, the one that's closest to the residential door gets cranked in the back of the head by two light hammers and sinks to the ground as these two small hammers just completely cave in his skull. And you see standing behind him, Jorfa. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. He's always counting Jorfa. Roll for initiative. Erwin, oust. going to use the metal dice for Doctor. this Doctor. Oh, yeah. Oust, what do you got? 14. Doctor? 11. Erwin, 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 right? Whoever the fuck you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Ur. <laughs> Four. All right. So you see these two flying skulls burst in through either window, and they immediately begin to attack the town's hall people. Good. Just, <laughs> just so you know, if anybody dies, your trust goes down. 
the fuck me, dude? What is this, a GTA mission? I mean, we were all there. They saw. We didn't kill him. The first one attacks Jominda. Does anyone have a taunt? actually hits her for six points of fire damage and two points of bludgeoning damage. Jesus. And she goes down to the floor. She, is she dead? She's not dead yet. She's down. But the... The floor starts to catch fire in the area that she's oh in. Oh, God. Oust, what are you going to do? Oust is going to wild shape into a wolf. Because his fur is totally fire retardant. Who you call retarded? <laughs> Who you call retarded? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I tell you. Uh, Where are you at, Erwin? Erwin? I don't know. We, did we establish places? So we just kind of no. We were waiting. We're just by the door, so we we're at the okay. entry point. So I'm just behind. I'm point. The doctor's the doc. point. So as he moves in, he's just going to move thirty feet into the town hall and place himself in the middle. <laughs> right in the kill box. <laughs> I've been bird boxed. Doctor, make a perception check while you're back there. Eighteen on the die plus five. You notice that there, the four council members are trapped at the back of the town hall, and behind them appear to be two large bookcases. They start to cloister together in fear. So my first thought is, is Jominda like pretty much in like a puddle of fire? The floorboards around her are kind of inflamed, but she's not engulfed in flame herself, but she is unconscious at this point. Okay, I'm going to, um, the, uh, skull that attacked her, I am going to fire off Sacred Flame. Okay. So, he has to make a deck save. One. Totally fails. Three points of damage. Three points of damage on number one. Yes, and then I will move up next to Jominda. Okay. That's a damn fine mini. <laughs> so what do you do when you get there? Is that all you do? Uh, that's all I can do. Oh, um, okay. I start uh, readying myself to spare the dying. I'm <laughs> preparing for your imminent death. Erwin, what are you going to do? Um, the dog drops. Like, yeah, the door's right behind card. you. <laughs> No, dude. She's the apothecary. That's part of my guild. I can't. She can't die. Let's see. Can I make it outside and save myself? Uh, save myself. Look what you've done to him. You've broken the player. Is the oil I'm wearing flammable? <laughs> That's a very real question to ask. You know. Is it vegetable oil, baby oil? We're not sure. <laughs> He's all doused in KY. <laughs> yeah. Fist me. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get to get next to the, the skull that attacked Jumunda. Okay. And I'm going to use... Punch it. My short sword. That's going to fail. All right. Is that a one? Four. Oh, okay. Four. Yeah. Okay. But then I'm going to use one of my key points. All right. Flurry of blows. That's two unarmed strikes. And You're just going to set it on a 20? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, wow, what a roll. <laughs> Do I have to roll for that? Yeah, each 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 attack you roll. Oh, Jesus. Alright. Maybe. The very last one hits. Okay. What's the damage? 
Uh, you guys, you need to make a key save of eight plus. No, no, no. You. This he is an doesn't attack. have a key. <laughs> this is this is an, this is just an attack. So you roll damage, okay. right. and you use like I think your martial weapon's like a D four right now or something like that. Tell me you win. <laughs> Three points of damage. Three points of damage. Yeah. That As was you great. watch this skull explode in flaming oh. particles, just. Hey, man, yeah. Uh, you turn, see, they uh, don't have much HP. All right. Yeah. Okay. You, you townspeople, <laughs> we can fight them. Yeah, you turned a miss into a kill, man. The, the <laughs> key point was fucking worth it. It <laughs> took seven points of damage to kill it. At this point, yeah. the townspeople actually start to flee out. Pussies. <laughs> 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 They start to funnel their way out. Slash, lead this to the heroes. Yes. Walk, do not run. <laughs> Walk, do not run <laughs> yeah. to the exits. Form an orderly <laughs> line. Please do not panic. <laughs> Follow the lighted signs. There's one guy left. Is this? Is yeah, he, he's there. Is he just a badass boss? He's just there. <laughs> he's Talos. a plot point. He's a plot point. Talos. Oh, my God. Let's plot point your way out of this... Uh, Hold on a second. Before you go, Talos. Yeah. Oust. You notice this owl fly in to the town hall. It just kind of sets its ass down. Wait, have you been a wolf this whole time? I just turned into a wolf. On the furthest back pew. You know? Um... Now, how intelligent is he as a wolf? He has his mental state. I have my mental state. So you recognize that that is... uh, Alos. Alos. I'm Alos. like, I'm Alos. Sorry. Alos, he, Alos. He has, uh, he has an immeasurable number of nicknames, but his name is Otto. Oh. <laughs> you notice Alos fly in <laughs> and sit down on the back pew. Uh, since talking is a free... You're a wolf. <laughs> what the Why can't I talk to him? I don't think is you can talk. Is that a spell? Uh, is You're that in a, the shape of a wolf. <laughs> you can't make human words. Actually, I thought bark, I could. Bark. Oh, dude, are you a husky though? Maybe. <laughs> I think I could. Oh, just be whining. Just <laughs> why don't you? Oh, there's something wrong. You could take a shit in like right in your poo. <laughs> a shit in my poo? <laughs> not shit in your poo. Right in your poo. Uh, like right, my, not my, right in, uh, there, but right. Hey, Al, how you doing? <laughs> IDK. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is owl just just like perched up on the back pew? Yes. Oh, I know that's probably not a good sign. No. Never a good sign at that. Put your owl where you want him to be at, Talos. That's perfect. All right. No, I want him clawing at uh, Oust's eyes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I like him where he is. I thought I could speak even if I took an animal form. I don't think you can. Yeah, we might have to go check the boards on that. Yeah, one. we might, but we'll, I don't think you can. Worry about that later. Yeah, let's see. Uh, right now, you can't. Then I can't communicate to anything. But knowing that Alice, I mean uh, Talos, might be in trouble, I am going to. It's my turn, right? Or yes. did I just notice him? Whose turn was it? Yes, it's your turn. It it's my turn. Okay, I am going to move. Actually, actually, no, it's not your turn. You just noticed that the skull goes next. As you notice this, then I just turn and bark towards the owl, and hopefully people we'll turn to. <laughs> skull has to go. Skull's first. gonna go. Ah, damn it! So the skull has three targets: it's got Murta, it's got Oust, and he's got Elkard. Who's Elkard? Pervin's father. 
Oh, no one gives a shit about that guy. So he goes after Oust, and you see this gout of flame burst forth from it as he runs, as it flies towards you. 16? 16 will hit. For eight points of damage. Three of it is bludgeoning, and five of it is fire damage. As your fur begins to ignite. Does it? <laughs> does it? Does it? it Are does. you sure about that? Are you sure? So you're gonna have to stop, drop, drop and roll. And roll. It's all right. I'm a dog, so I could do a really quick. Yeah, you can do a nice rollover. But it is your turn. So, uh, uh, well, I'm gonna use half my movement just to drop and roll. Okay. Make a dex check. Yeah. Make me roll. I thought it was a free thing. No. Sixteen on the die. Okay. So the fire goes out. Fire goes out. I use the remaining movement to move towards the skull and attempt to bite it. <laughs> attempt to bite a skull? No. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a ball, okay? Yeah, what else can wolves On do? fucking fire, but that's cool. It's alright. Like dog toy. doesn't know. Uh, five's gonna miss. Yeah, it'll totally miss. <laughs> like you said... How you said a dog doesn't know, but we just talked about how it has your mental stats. Doctor. Oh, damn it. <laughs> That's right. Okay, as I'm next to Jominda, I will uh, reach down and cast... Cop a er- feel? <laughs> I'm going to reach down and grab her like a six-pack and pick her up. Uh, like I'm just a going bowling to, uh, ball. <laughs> I was going to cast Spare the Dying on Jominda. Okay. And then I will use uh, my movement to make it up onto, um, I guess, the stage here in Town Hall. Okay. Was it karaoke night? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're up there on the stage, and you see Vashian right next to you. He's like, you must save us, young man. Doctor, please. Uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. Put out the flames. They're getting out of control. I can't do that, but look over there. Huh? <laughs> As Irwin. What? My turn. <laughs> it is yours. Okay. I am going to actually join the doctor on stage. Yeah, right on. Joining me on stage. Get a concert going, and I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, I'm going to try to step... You actually raised off your seat to say that. That's awesome. Yeah, going to give me that fucking mic, yo. I was going to actually see how much I can move. I was going to stay in front of the council members to try to protect them from this skull. Okay. Talos. You're fighting out in the middle of the hub of town at this point. Okay, I have to move away from him. So I guess he gets an opportunity to attack. Very good. I'm going to step away. Uh, I believe that will probably, uh, 12? That'll miss. Okay. Yeah. Where do you want to go? I'm moving 30 feet back, and I'm casting a ray of frost as I do so. Don't you, okay. Uh, that's why I moved back first. Otherwise, I would have had disadvantage. And you wind up right next to us. <laughs> this <laughs> flaming skull. <laughs> okay. They're everywhere. Uh, so ray of frost. Let's fucking roll this d20. Where the fuck is my d20? I know it's an odd dice to use. But, uh. <laughs> I placed it somewhere, man. I, had, I, I wanted to use the purple one, and I placed it somewhere. Uh, da, 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 20 to hit. That'll hit. And that is five points of damage, and he his movement speed is reduced by 10. Right. Okay. Mm, that is my turn. You see him pull out a hand crossbow, s- drop to a 
semi-crouch and fire at you. Make a deck save for that one. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my yes. god. And you hear this twang as the hand crossbow string snaps. Just poing, rendering it useless. The other leather-bound brigand moves towards Jorfa and begins to attack her and misses. Jorfa continues with her dual hammers. Both of them will hit. Jorfa is such a badass. <laughs> what does she use? Most miss her. Yeah. Yeah. Also, most people in villages before your level like three. <laughs> <laughs> and drops him to his knees as he crumples with a crushed skull. Jorfa, MVP. Yes, yes, very much so. <laughs> the skull begins to move throughout the town hall, doing its best to light everything on fire and makes its way towards the bookcase. It's got one, two, three for the bookcase, four, five, if six I was for Myrta. Right next to it, do I get an attack of opportunity? Did you move towards it? Yeah, I jumped up <laughs> towards it and bit it. Okay, go ahead. 18 will hit. That'll hit. Six points of damage. Six points, okay. So then technically it's... Yeah, it's still going to move up there, though, because it didn't kill it. Oh, it didn't kill it? But okay. I thought that attack opportunity... It doesn't, stop, it doesn't stop the movement. He oh. can just attack, but he can continue the movement and take it. So one, two, three for the bookcase, four, five, six for Murta. It's sentinel. Begins to attack the bookcase, and the bookcase begins to catch fire. Shit. The fuck? God damn it, we need those bucks. Oust. Why is this a fucking, this fucking skull is too smart? Attack, Oust. boy. Go get him, boy. Oust. Him. Go get him, boy. Him. Go get him. Go get that motherfucker, boy. I've seen the place uh. going up in flames. And remembering that the owl's back there, knowing that the owl's presence is just bad news bears, he's actually going to run up towards the owl. And does the owl do anything? Is Talzin a well boy? What, what's, yeah. he, what's, he, <laughs> what's he doing? Run into the owl? No, no, run up to, not run in, run up. <laughs> like, knowing that there's something wrong and kind of like... With the owl? Was he like... <laughs> No, knowing that something's wrong with Talos. I mean, the oh. owl wouldn't be here for no uh, reason. Gotcha. Okay. What's wrong, boy? What's, what's, what's the matter? Is Talos in the well? Is in the well? Talos is in the well? Jimmy's in the well? I told him to get out of there. <laughs> so, this owl communicates with, with Talos telepathically. Talos, how are you going to plan on having your owl communicate with Oust? Uh, I was just going to ask him to lead, uh, lead Oust to me. And I was going to let you decide how the owl behaves. Okay. So Try the, and get, the owl get begins to flap its wings crazily and, and go in circles. Make an intelligence check. What is intelligence? Oh. That explains it <laughs> you know, all right there. <laughs> 20, motherfucker. Oh, oh, oh. Followed immediately by a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the gist that not only this uh, this is Alos, but that Talos is in trouble, and it leads you out of the town hall. Do I still right have... across the? You can see in the middle of town, just outside of a gazebo that occupies the center of it. That Talos is firing off these rays of frost towards some someone that is closing the distance upon him. I also have the ion stone out. 
yeah. specifically said I wanted to keep on the down low. So as you've, I'm assuming you've exited. I'm to gonna move them. as far as I can to oh. follow on the the owl. Okay. Thanks, Doctor. <laughs> hey man, the building's on fire. Uh, I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame at the other skull. And he has okay. To make a deck save. Fail. <laughs> yeah. Four points of uh, radiant damage. As this skull absorbs this radiant damage, describe how it expires from the material world. Um, as the radiant damage hits, instead of exploding, it compresses on itself and just drops to just bone fragments just on the ground. Dust as it completely goes dormant. Well, that was easy. Of course. You want to pop him up there real quick? Erwin, now that we're out of combat yes. in the town hall, you notice that the council members are still shitting in their pants. <laughs> you watch, Save the books! You Save watch the as books! as the doctor puts down this last skull, and you hear him say, Save the books! So I'm going to run over to the bookcase and I'm going to try to fan off the fire. Oh, Jesus. With oxygen. That's yeah. a good idea. Jesus. You know, like like with like a blanket or something. <laughs> oh. Smother you know, it. Try, try, try smother. to smother the fire. That's what smothering the fire. Okay, don't that... see you. Fan the, I fan the fire. I fan the flames. I fan the fire to make it expand more. <laughs> okay. To spread it to the other books. <laughs> So I, I try to smother guys. the fire. What do we have for a, for a I smother? Tr- I try my best to spread this. He embers. could use his bedroll. I do have a bedroll. Perform a survival check on it. Survival. Yeah. Let's see if you could figure out how to put this thing out. Oof. That's going to be a 25. Oh, oh You had me in the first Shit. half. Why did you say oof? Yeah, you had me in I'm the first like, half. Oh. How did so, you get to 20? Erwin just pulls off this golden eagle medallion. It kind of goes, and the whole flame just just drop down and die out. Damn, that's a magical medallion. Takes Myrta, just rips off her her cloak, leaving her in her brazier. Puts out the fire. That's Myrta's secret. (laughs) (laughs) The books have been saved. Talos, you see your owl returning. At a much greater speed, mm-hmm. lands right next to you, and this this man has actually moved half of his distance towards you. Okay, he, he would have done that okay. on his last turn. So, uh, I'm going to cast Ray of Frost one more time. Uh, Twenty-two to hit. That'll hit. Uh, only one point of damage. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, it fucking yeah, sucks. Damage is damage. Damage is damage. Uh, I'm going to move. Uh, I'm going to move twenty feet away. I've got to keep that distance. Okay. Because if he hits me, I might fucking die. Okay. And you're off the map. I'm off the map. Uh, and I'm hoping Alice is just going to come okay. in. Okay. As you move your 20 feet back, you mm-hmm. pass Oust by 10 feet, who is now still in wolf form. Can I stealthily move? <coughs> you're like, prey. You're like you, out you in the open. Up forth. <laughs> you see Jorfa leaving her forge and moving towards him from behind. What are you going to do, Oust? Aust is going to move, I guess I got two movements. Ugh. All right. He's going to move up 30 feet, which isn't his full movement, actually. And he's going to bite for 15. That'll hit. 
Six points of damage. Six points. Describe how you kill this individual. As he sneaks in up. In wolf form. As he sneaks up out of complete darkness, he's going to go straight for the jugular and just rip it right out. You see yes. His, yes. his jugular rip out, and because there's no front skin left to his throat, his head folds back like a Pez dispenser, <laughs> and he collapses right at your feet. I'm going to violently shake that extra flesh I had in my mouth yeah. and spit uh, it towards... Uh, uh, what was the blacksmith's name? Jorfa. 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 And spit it towards Jorfa. Letting him know he's next. She's Jor- next. Jorfa's She's next. Roll uh, for initiative. Oh, oust. Down boy, oust. <laughs> Jorfa's okay. She's with us. Speaking of Jors, <laughs> uh, did Jorminda survive? She did. She managed to get up and was escorted out by some of the other town folks. Oh, good. By the EMTs. <laughs> no, I just, I, it's, it's my apothecary shop. Dude. Can I just say, I was, like, super worried you are going to kill what's-his-name in the chaos. I was wondering what was going to happen. I saw him get on stage. I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to do it now. <laughs> Nobody's well, that's safe. good. Even you guys don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I don't. <laughs> it's a wild card. Well, I didn't think you were going to do it at first. I got and then the when you got on stage, I was like, dude, what is he doing on stage? <laughs> I was curious to see what he was going to do with that. I was waiting. I know. I know the backstory, but at this point, it was damage control. So we are technically out of combat at this point. Alice is still raging. He's not fucking... Rafu. Rafu. Well, he kind of is, because I think he's living out his fantasies of being a wolf that Rafu never got to do. Yeah, he's he's feral, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay, so we'll go with um, with the Jorfa... House Talos thing first. What are you going to do? I'm going to walk up to Jorfa. Okay. Jorfa, are you all right? What happened? Well, yes, I'm fine. Do you... Are you familiar with who these people are? I've seen them around town. To be honest, uh, I think one is missing. What do you mean, one is missing? Uh, Around town, I saw four of them staring at me oddly. Well, not me necessarily, but my party... She runs back into the area where the forge is at. I'm going to follow her. Hammers in her hand, just this aggressive stance. And you could tell that at some point in her life, she must have been formally trained. Mm -hmm. And she's a really old woman. I mean, even for dwarf standards, she's very, very old. Mm -hmm. She goes in there. She goes through the whole thing. She see her. With her, with her hands on her hammers, start pumping the forge with her foot, and you see it start to get brighter and brighter and brighter till it lights up all the corners of the area. And she, she's looking around. She doesn't see anybody else in the forge proper. I'm going to go in and join her. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this firelit <laughs> forge. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I doubt in a forge. <laughs> Everyone just hates life in a forge. Jorfa, <laughs> um, if we if we haven't found him in here, he's he's probably out telling his master what's happened. What have you brought to my doorstep? Nothing I can't clean up. Have have you completed the the sword, or was that just one of their ruses? No, I asked for Pervin to deliver the message to you. Yes, here it is. And she reaches up to a cabinet and pulls it out, and she hands you your cane. Sweet. I, I grab it. 
Uh, and she I, says, do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Clean up this mess. And I don't want to see you or your friends ever again. That won't be a problem. She enters her residence and closes the door. And slowly, the forge just dies down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take out the bodies, uh, clean up the the blood. Uh, fuck it, I'm going to toss the bodies in the river. All three of them. <laughs> We're going to tie cinder blocks to them, too? Or? No, no, no. <laughs> they're, they're just going to float down the river. Okay. As you're doing that, Oust, you're with him. Yes. Dr. Irwin, you two remain behind in the town hall. Council members, you see how they've been attacking the books? I have a safe place. What, what do you know of safe places in Ravengrove? There's no, no place safe here. And you see the younger man who was standing right next to Murta. Looks to be, looks to be about half as old as Vashian, more uh, regally dressed. It says, hold on there, man, Vashian. Let's listen to the man. Let's hear what he has to say. I mean, he just saved us. He saved the town hall. He saved your precious books. Listen to what he has to say. Go on, young man. Woman, doctor. <laughs> There, there is a good library, I know. We can take all these books. That will be in a safe place. And what would that be? Professor Petros's house. Mm. It's only been attacked by Professor Petros once. <laughs> Himself. And then zombies oh. once. <laughs> but it was only once. Twice. We had two flame skulls. That's, that's a greater magnitude in my book. As the, as the <laughs> council members look at you, Murta moves forward. They're still kind of undecided at this point. She moves forward and says, Doctor, were you to take these books, how would you put them to use? I would have to study them first, obviously, to figure out what's what's going on. Uh, I've been asking for a long time. I wish to study the books, to learn what's going on, to help you all out. That's, that's pretty much where I'm set up now. It is, it's best for my labrato- laboratory and uh, you are breakfast nook to read my books there. You are aware that these letters on the Harrowstone Memorial are increasing, correct? Yes. They are apparently spelling something out. Yes. And what do you think would happen once... Whatever is being spelt out is finished being written. That will require more research on my point. But do we have one night, two nights, three nights left? We don't have time as a luxury, Doctor. That's why I bring him back to where all my notes are. We can begin delving through these volumes. What about you, oiled one? Yes. Oiled one. (laughs) You, American Gladiator. What do you think? Crisco, what do you think? (laughs) I think that we need time to study these these books, these novels, these skulls. We're trying to attack the books, not the townspeople. The townspeople were collateral. The books is what they were after. But why? We don't know why. That's why we need to study them see what the contents of their books are. We can provide some kind of executive position for you and your friends to help us 
remedy this problem, but time is not on our side. Well, now, let him, let him, let him be. Vashian tries to come forward and regain control of the council. They, they may need time. What can you do? We don't have time, Vashian. What can you do as heroes? Unfortunately, it will take time to figure out what's going on. Time. Yes, it will. You have until next session. Oh, man. I'm still in wolf one. And I piss on that building. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or visit the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com and check out the galleries we have there. we got a lot of interesting stuff posted. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at Patreon.com slash RollTheHard20Podcast. There's a lot of interesting opportunities there for you to join the show, receive bonus content, and swag. Until next session, keep your dice warm and glass full as you roll those hard 20s. <laughs> what the fuck was that, yo? Oh my. <laughs> All right, do we have some napkins? Like the first time there's I a, with a new girl, just, oh, I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. There's a, this never happens, I swear. No, this never happens. This never happens. Tell her they're handsome. This never happens, I swear. Under the roller.